Good afternoon. I see a lot of smiles and what are you guys doing? Are you celebrating something? Right? <laughs> um, but I, I'm excited. I see smiles. I see the team smiling. I see you're integrated. You're here. You know, we've, we've had an amazing year so far. I love this picture, so I thought I'd start with this. You, you all remember this. Okay, LSA Worship, background to 2022. July this year, 2022. I started off with that. I know we're going to do a background. Do you see me there? There's no mess, there's no keys, there's nothing. There was this team holding that space, and I, I love that picture. I, I, that's what I saw on Zoom. Um, so that's where we are, right? So I'm going to go into this. The idea of this presentation is just to give us a background in terms of just a, a couple of things. It's, there's honestly been a lot of content, a lot of stuff going on. Um, so we had to kind of extract, I'm looking at extracting a bit of stuff, some pictures, I'll talk us through some of those pictures, give us some insight into what's, what the experience has been like, go through some of the guiding principles and, and uh, in terms of how the worship team has been doing. And that will give us a picture, hopefully, of you know, what's, what's produced 2022, what's produced Kingdom Humanity 1, Kingdom Humanity 2. Uh, as well as, you know, those are the big meetings we talk about. But you know what's bigger than that? Is the delivery of the God moment every Sunday. Yeah. Every single Sunday. The consistency that we've had. Um, so we're going to go through that. So prior to 2021, or in 2022 rather, before we locked down, we started LSA worship. You remember the auditorium? So I'm picking up at the auditorium. Kiara is smiling. When all we knew was to play chords, uh, songs from G. Right? Back then, we couldn't consider whether you could sing from G or not. It's what we knew how to play that mattered. <laughs> so in 2020, songs from G, we progressed slowly towards D and other, other things. So we, we, we progressed from there. And I remember inside of 2020, when we came in, one of the CPIs, you would have had this, uh, you would have heard me saying, hey, Inside of the CPI, Rob, I feel the conviction to actually start to grow and consider expanding this team. I hadn't spoken to Robert prior to that. You know, on Friday when I was meeting with the team just to chat, I'm saying, in hindsight, you know, after that, I'd, I'd, I'd said that publicly, and then I had to meet with Rob in the week to talk about what I just did there. Um, he could have sat with me and said, hey, Kiggs, not right now. <laughs> You know, uh, yeah, conviction, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Let's just sit and, and just marinate on this for a while. Um, but that was, uh, I felt a God just speak into that, into that meeting. And that's where the timing comes in, when you start. When, and then we don't just begin there, right? We go through a process of working out what God said. And that's what we've been doing. So what we've been doing was, and these were meetings facilitated on Zoom, mind you, because we were not breaking lockdown protocols. Right? We were meeting on Zoom, like we do in everything else. And some of the guiding principles inside of that conversation I had with Rob was, sort of felt like God saying, create the vessel. Create the vessel for worship, and he'll fill it. Now, God saying, create the vessel. One of the things um, that, I, that I, 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 I kind of used there was my own uh, early days when I was worshiping. I remember being a youth. I do remember being a youth, 15, 14, 16 years old, 
And my routine was every day, come home from school, do the homework, do all of the stuff. And I rushed through that stuff. I, I did my schoolwork well, but I'd rush through it because the favorite part of my day was 7 p.m. 7 p.m., my room light is off, and I'm worshiping. And that's my vocal training. So I train vocally by actually just worshiping. Um, and there, all I used to say to God, Lord, I am practicing my worship before you. I want you to be pleased first. Uh, I want you to be pleased. I'm going to be singing on a Sunday, worshiping. So that characterizes our worship. We want to create a team that practices their worship before the Lord. Um, the presence of God, and this is some of the things that we've been talking about, has been the chamber of transformation and sanctuary for this team. And it had to be here first, where we actually know how to walk into the presence of God one way and come out another. We know how to walk into the presence of God as a sanctuary for us. Know how to be vulnerable inside of that space as a safe space and come out transformed. Some of the guiding principles. And the focus was always on our devotion, not on whether you could play the instrument first. And you will hear the stories in the panels late to come. None of, some of us our, in our introduction to the team did not know how to play an instrument. Um, and so that wasn't the prerequisite for, for be part of the band. It's counterintuitive when it comes to actually building worship teams. What we're looking for is worshipers, you know, devotional life, one of people that could hold a space. Um, some pictures. So how we did that, right? Let me start with this one here. Uh, in that corner, it cut off slightly, but that's a picture of Kiara's face there. <laughs> in a small thing, on our Zoom sessions, when we started off, just Kiara and I, we are using some tools, some recording software, had no idea how to use this stuff. And what we were doing, but tried it nevertheless. Then we progressed, uh, we, we started to use Zoom and say, look, if Zoom can facilitate a Sunday meeting in CPI, let's see if we can do this for worship. And uh, there you have Flanganani, you have, uh, you know, who's that picture? Was that Mafa on there? You were hosting. So Mafa was hosting for us. He's there. Um, I kind of think he wanted to be a part of the team a long time ago. Um, Kiara was set up with her studio mic there. Mercy and I were, were kind of there on screen trying to do some stuff. But we were, we were starting this process, following on that I believe the conviction is to, to start this team in 2020. So through lockdown, right, when worship teams actually were put on pause, when, when worship teams were, and churches were confronted with a whole bunch of stuff in terms of schisms and divisions, feeling, in fact, some guys within the teams, the stories I've, I've been going through with friends of mine, was just feeling this, 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 this sort of missing side of their life, that that space filled a void, and once that space wasn't there to be on stage, to sing, to play your instrument, that void was there, and they didn't know what to do about that. Um, but it's because that music and the instrument took the place of actually being the worshiper, and their love for God. So, that's what I'm saying, uh, against the norm, starting to some, uh, start something with on Zoom during lockdown, when everything around us is telling us that things are falling apart, all right? This is a picture here, interesting picture. You see Malusi, Kiara. There's uh, someone there in the bass. I don't know if you can see that. That's a bass guitar. That's a picture of you know, us worshiping. And this Dumo is there, is having a, uh, his moment. Um, you know, this is after the Holy Spirit baptism. And this is really what we've been doing 
even when we started to get into person uh, late last year, which you'll see some pictures for, was the training ground. So long before anyone actually presents anything here, we've been training. We've been going through the process. Remember that picture? Again, trying to, to fix the Sunday stuff up. You know, we were playing songs and beautiful songs. And I said, what if we try to do live worship? That's what you saw on Zoom was different, but this was actually the picture. Kiara sitting there trying to figure out stuff. Jose and I in the background trying to fix up things, trying to make sure that this thing works. But yeah, exploring the live worship over Zoom. That's during lockdown, trying new things. So a lot of work has been gone into, you know, just trying the stuff out, going before God. Again, what we're saying was creating the vessel. This is within the frame of creating the vessel. God, give us any condition, whether we could see each other or not see each other, but we're going to grow. We're going to get this thing done. You know, we, we, in a lot of ways, we give up because the condition tells us to give up, right? The circumstances around us. But what God says must hold true. Like we said in, super, uh, in its CPI, what I say will stand. My purpose will stand. So that conviction must stand in and around any circumstance and chaos that you face. So this is us trying to do our stuff, having a lot of fun in the process. I was making fun of that day of Kiara's pink shoes there. Um, and you can see she, she had her locks and green stuff. So I think, I don't know whether you knew you needed to use your locks today. So some of the ways that we've actually come about in the, in the meeting was, one of the things was, don't ever feel the pressure to perform for anyone. You're not here as an artist. You're not here, that's not the thing that qualifies us to actually be inside of a worship space. What we always got to contend with is what God requires, what is his intent, and we partner with him. And we must create the environment God needs to facilitate a work in the hearts of the people. That is conditioning. It tells us how we show up here every single day. It tells us how we must practice. It tells us how a practice session must be run for ourselves. And so we continue to practice to enable ourselves to play more skillfully, which is great. The skillful component, we always put pressure on ourselves to be better, and that's great. But the most important thing is to grow in our ability to hold the space. And, um, you know, the space of worship in God's presence. And that's what we practiced even more. The character of our worship, how we show up on Sunday, we always emphasize this. Uh, now, it's quite, quite something when you're talking on Zoom and you're talking about these principles, you're going through these sessions, but there hasn't been one day yet in which you played as a team. We've been building something. We've been preparing our hearts, conditioning our minds to actually engage something when we were in lockdown. We had not ascended the stage yet. We had not began to sing together. No one has seen us. No one knows whether we're any good <laughs> what we do. All we know is we, we and, and we'll, I'm not sure if we'll share, we'll keep the inside stuff inside, right? Whether we were good or not at the beginning, we'll keep it. Just, just think that God said yes and this is how we always were, right? <laughs> but, but how we show up on a Sunday, we must go ahead of the community. We have to come ready and saturated in the presence of the Lord. So going ahead of the community, we do that every Sunday. This is an example of that, right, in the natural. Before you arrive, 
these instruments, this stuff is being set up. Everybody's setting up. Their musicians are, are getting this stuff ready, doing the sound checks. That's going ahead of you, right? And, and that's in the natural. But in the spirit, so even more, we have to go before you. So to produce a Sunday service on a Friday, our worship, that's maybe 30 minutes or an hour uh, on a Sunday, we go into about three or four hours on a Friday just to produce that worshiping continuously, practicing that worship. Um, and if you remember towards the end of last year, coming into this year, we were able to actually prolong the worship sessions for a long time, hours and hours of worship. That's only because the capacity within the team started to grow to hold the worship space. We could manage the presence of the Lord as a team. And um, therefore, it just didn't happen that way, that we had two, three hours of worship where we couldn't stop it. It was those Friday sessions extending and extending till 11, till 12 o'clock at night, worshiping. Some of us very tired, right? Very tired, but, but still not wanting to give in. Practicing the worship, going ahead of the community. Singing the songs and learning, knowing how it feels for us so that we know how it feels when we actually have to, to worship on Sunday. Worship practices have to be a place of to refresh, energize, to restore and develop us. And that's what our sessions were about. It's about coming into a space where we ourselves feel refreshed. If we are refreshed, you're refreshed. That's what we, our confidence is. Same God, same spirit, same presence. If we are refreshed, if we are energized, if we are restored, if we are growing, that's the same God that's going to be showing up for us every Sunday. Um, very different, uh, and, and I don't know if anyone's been inside of worship practice beside our, beside our team or, or watched. Megan might have watched a couple of our back-in-the-days worship sessions. I don't know, you might have been come for a couple of our practices. This is very different to where we came from, guys. We would put two, three, four hours in of practice, but to get the songs right, that's all we focused on. And I'm not concerned about whether you can pitch from G on a Sunday as long as we can deliver something that is good and it sounds good, right? Uh, even if you watch the congregation and in some of the guys, especially the guys with, with receding hairlines, um, they try to sing the songs and you can see the veins, right? You can see that intensity come out. And it's not intensity of worship. It's because they cannot reach that pitch. <laughs> um, you know, but, but what we concentrate on here is very different. It's about making it more congregational for us. The sessions have facilitated a building of new highways to bridge the generational gaps. That picture I showed you was old people and young people walking together. Very conscious of that, that we're not dismissive as an older company. We're not dismissive of the young people within our midst. That God is using them. They're being trained. They're being mentored. We are not challenged by them in our space. We know how to create room. We know how to hold that space together generationally. Uh, and that's been an amazing encounter, that there were bridges being built between the old and young people during worship. That's, that speaks more like community to me. That's the body to me, coming out inside of a worship portfolio. There's some of the work. You've got me there. Um, and Tlanganani, that's Jose, trying to set up these drum kits, trying to figure these things out immediately. And now, now when we come here, we can do it in a couple of minutes.
but trying to work out, and that's our Friday session, setting up. So when we set up here, we do the same every Friday, setting up, putting the equipment out, putting the equipment back. That's a bit lighter there. That's Doc with his mask on outside. Tommy uh, is at Kiara with the bass, setting up the, the sheet stands and doing stuff. Um, and, and yeah, so that's just a picture of some of the practice sessions and how they look. I want to focus on this. Guys, coordination and worship team, do you remember that moment? This was in October last year when we first were now coming back into in-person meetings, our first in-person meeting. And what we did before that was we said, God, thank you for this in-person meeting. We called the team together and said, guys, what we're going to do first is actually prepare our own hearts, pray together, give thanks to God, and... Uh, this is what we did. And that was a special moment that we were ready to serve the community within coordination and worship before. And that's a picture of that. There's a speaker's line there. Everything was lying every, everywhere on the floor and stuff. They say, guys, let's just stop. Let's just, let's just gather to pray, talk to God for a moment, and think about what this moment means. Why? We've been practicing on Zoom. <laughs> we don't know what this is going to feel like. <laughs> so you come there and you say, God, you know what? All the anxiety, all of the pressure, all of the expectation, we hand over to you, and we're here to serve. So that was that picture. I think it was about the 7th of October uh, in the auditorium. There's another picture, Zoom. Zoom session there, I'll come back to that. Uh, that's the team holding the space in July. That's what we looked like when we first came last year. It was uh, Vanessa, Dumo, Klanganani, Merce, and just two instruments, Kiara and myself, they're playing there. And sometimes I'd leave Kiara alone, you'll, you'll remember that. I'll just walk off, take the mic, and just play, just have the guitar. But that's where, we, that's where we began. And then God started to add people into the team, and we started to grow and add new stuff. But you start somewhere. We started way back then with just Kiara and myself in the CPI, not knowing how to play I Exalt Day. You know? And then we started to grow. This is last year coming into the meeting. This is a beautiful moment. This is our worship. And when we talk about the worship teams and portfolios, one of the things we're very conscious of is that it serves the vision of the church. It serves the moment of God for us. It means what God is doing for us and doing to us as a community matters. This is Holy Spirit Baptism Week. After the Holy Spirit Baptism, our worship practice sessions were actually centered around facilitating nurturing, mentoring, getting the, the youth used to the worship experience now that they've been baptized in the Holy Spirit, praying for them, praying for the young men, praying for the guys. You know, we think that these things are easy now, but Holy Spirit baptism, how many of you felt foolish if some, uh, you didn't want someone to hear you speak in tongues? You felt you're going to embarrass yourself. You're going to do this stuff, Right? But when you hear these young people do that and they're not embarrassed, it's because it's already been done. We've been practicing, we've been training, we've been doing that stuff with them. July last year, this is, look at those intense faces, man. This is uh, Tommy in his, in his uh, upper room, <laughs> right? This is Doc's upper room experience. This is us in the lounge, keyboards, everything out there. And uh, I remember this, 
because there was, a, there was a melody that came out of this. You know, um, and all we used to do as part of the practice session was, let's have a check-in. I want to have a feel for you. I want, you to, want us to have a feel as a team where we're at. Um, and part of the check-in was done and some of the things. So thereafter, I said to the guys, so what are the things that you feel out of the check-in do you want to present to God? If you had to worship some words of worship, and the words came out, I think Merce came out and says, well, I'm thinking about purity. I want to be one with God. And there was a melody that came out there. I said, okay, let's sing that. Let's find a melody. Tell me your words. And let's sing a song. And it says, make me one like you. You remember that? Pure like you are pure. Holy as you are. And so we have a memory bank of these moments where there are recorded melodies. There are there are audios that exist just by those check-in moments. That is a consistent thing. We had a worship session this Friday, and we checked in again. Where you at? What is God doing in your space? You know, what is your week being like? Um, the, the teaching that is coming, how is it landing within your space? And out of that, that characterizes or gives the atmosphere, creates the atmosphere for us of worship that we are about to go into. And this was one of them. But there's more moments like this that we've had. Make me one with you, God. And that's the last slide that I have. This is the other picture, right, of uh, that morning that we chose to pray before we started. And this is my last slide. A people with a high level of representation. That's the word of God to us, as Alice say. That's what he said to us. I want you to pull the people. I want the people of LSA to be of a high level of representation. And so when we see that, when we engage with that, what we're really engaging with is building a team that can walk through difficult things, that can walk through life, through loss, through gain, through battling in the mission of God, through issues of predestination, through, uh, you know, through, through, through a pandemic, uh, through lockdown, but still growing still healthy, still being able to facilitate moments in God. Because the worship moment that you walk into on a Sunday matters. That's our primary thing. We want to deliver God every single time. And that, for me, is, if I could tell, uh, just uh, finish up now and sum up, that's been the, just some of the principles and the ways and the things that characterize our worship. What God wants to do is the thing that actually guides us. What God is doing amongst us is a thing that determines what we do. The requirements of the Lord are always before us. We're never going to be standing before you just, uh, you know, just being for you to be mesmerized by the music and the words and the singing. We want a God moment every single time. We want a chamber of transformation every single Sunday. We want moments where we all cry before the Lord. Why? We are facilitating something, but we are a part of it together as a church, okay? And so for my final comment is, this is LSA worship team. This is not a worship team. We belong to you, we belong to, and together we belong to God. We are under, you know, the, the guidance and leadership. I know Rob Muffa will have conversations even about the song list all the time, how are we going to do that? These things are not done um, just by the team and, it, and, and individuals itself. We're deeply concerned about predestination. 
We're deeply concerned about what God wants to do. And so, this is what we've been trying to achieve. Build the young people, build the old people, and you're going to hear the testimonies coming later that can hold spaces of worship and represent it well. Amen. And that's it. I think that's beautiful. Um, and I hope that throughout this, you're getting to know the, the what, the why, the how, and the when, the philosophy uh, behind all that we do. Because I think church, as I said earlier, can be very guilty of just doing things because, well, that's how things are done. Um, and without really answering the key questions around those four questions, the what, the how, the when, the why. Most importantly, why do we do what we do? Why do we flow the way we flow? What are we after? What's the objective? Very, very, very important. So beautiful, um, you know, uh, you know, testimony coming from Keegs, um, you know, and I think he's done an amazing job in leading the team. Uh, you know, I've seen him. I've been in the space. Uh, like we say, you know, we. We don't just leave the worship team and leave kicks alone. We're very much a part of the process. And I think he's been a shepherd in the, in the space. Will you say so, worship team? Yeah. Uh, you know, he's, he's worship team leaders, I hear, can be quite hectic. <laughs> I hear. So says mess. And she says, well, not so my husband. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I think it's been a shepherd and that's been beautiful to see. Um, that's how things, leadership in any portfolio should be consistent. You know, it doesn't suddenly change because it's music now. Um, you know, leadership should be consistent how God wants people led. And 